Howdy, howdy, and welcome to another Progeny with a Purpose podcast hosted by me, Amy Register. Today is a very exciting day as we start our new series that I am calling Faith Share Fridays. So this will just be where every Friday I'm going to post a podcast with one of my very faithful friends and interview them on their walks with Christ and see how the purpose the Lord has for them has just really fed into their walk throughout the years. So without further ado, let's jump into our very first Faith Share Friday. Surprise, surprise, today's guest is my friend of over two years, Miss Tiffany Moses, or should I say Mrs. She's married now. Um, so Tiffany Moses got to marry her husband, Hunter, in the fall of 2021, and they have been so happily married since. They have two pups, Astro and Pebbles, and they just recently got a cat, and his name is Sprite. Sprite is quite the character, and if you have a chance to talk to Tiffany yourself, just ask her um, the waterworks of Mr. Sprite, and there are several funny stories about that. Tiffany and I had the chance of meeting in our accounting class at the University of Texas at Tyler, and ever since then, we have just been able to connect on so many different life levels and spiritual levels, and so I just hold her so dear as one of my closest friends, and I'm so excited for today's podcast, but yeah, let's hear it from Tiffany. Thanks, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> We've been friends for over two years now, and it has just been so wonderful. I feel like our, you know, mindsets complement each other very well, where I'm sporadic and chaotic and sometimes <laughs> a little behind. You're there to catch yeah. me up and put complicated things into a very simple way to understand them. Like, that's your gift. It that's really so, is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I have to talk about that. Then, okay, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> Keep going. I just, I have a thing now. You've reminded me. But, yeah, no, our friendship has been really great. I would say that. Tiffany has definitely helped me in my walk since then because Lord knows I've gone through a few things <laughs> since that since we've become initially friends. So she's just she's been a rock for me. I love Tiffany. She's so Yum. bright. She's so nice. <laughs> See this this is why it works because Amy's really nice. And I'm You're nice. Give yourself credit. You are nice. You care about people. You yeah, do. No, I, I do. I a do. A lot. It's like, I do. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not like, I don't know, Amy's nice, and I'm like the opposite side of whatever nice but not nice is. <laughs> direct. You said it earlier. Sure. You're yeah, just direct. Okay. direct. Just AKA. Let's, let's preface, like, she's not from Texas, so Southern nicety is not her oh, thing. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there so, you go. Yeah, you know, just walk, walk us through your life. Progeny yeah. with a purpose. Right. The You're Lord so... has had a purpose in your life. <laughs> what does that look like for okay. you? <laughs> That's a very good point. I kind of forget. I don't, okay, I don't forget that I'm not from Texas, but I forget that people need to know that, and that kind of explains some stuff. So, um, Amy is from Texas, born, raised. East Texas, y'all. Yeah. I don't, I don't have an accent. I don't Hillbillies know. Hillbillies and tumbleweeds. <laughs> I mean, what is that wrong? Yeah, okay, so I'm from California. I've lived in, Texas makes the fourth state, so I went from... Uh, two different cities in California to Virginia, which is on the complete other side of the country. Well, okay, technically I moved to Connecticut. Don't do that. Don't live in Connecticut. It's bad. It's so cold. Don't live there. It snows too much. And then I moved to Virginia, and it also snows, snows too much there, but less than it does in Connecticut. Um, I lived there. I went to college there. 
for my associate's degree, which I honestly forget that I have. And then I moved to Texas. <laughs> and, um, let's see, I don't know. I moved to Texas when I was 18. It was right after I had an encounter with, I guess, the Holy Spirit? I don't even know. I'm in a Holy Spirit That could have just been, like, a Holy Spirit push. Maybe, yeah. It was, it was right after I had the, like... Oh, I've been doing life without Jesus. That's not good. You know, like it was right after that. Um, did much change? No, but <laughs> I at least woke up to like, hey, you're willingly sinning, you know? And because I had some, some pretty heavy like sins going on at the time. And then, um, yeah, so moved to Texas in literally like right before Christmas of 2018. And then started college. I don't know. I, I didn't do a whole lot. I I got a job here working retail. Made a couple of friends. And they got me into another church here in town. And I got baptized at that church. That was the first time I'd ever been baptized. Um, not the first time that I was introduced to it. Like, I, I went to a church in California because I wanted friends. Uh, not because I was looking for God, but because I wanted friends. So I went, I went to the church in California for a little while and then I had started to go to Thomas Road Baptist Church, which I mean, maybe some of your listeners are like, whoa, because it's like all five of them. It's so, it's such a huge church. I'm I like, oh, it's insane. It's the church that's connected with Liberty University. Okay. So. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I was, like, I was going to a, like, youth group thing. And, um, like, looking back, I'm like, wow, I really probably should have been in an older group because I was, like, 18. But it's okay. And you're very mature, too. You're yeah. a very mature person. They were, they were such a good group, though. And I literally, like, I had my, my come-to-Jesus moment while I was in that group. Not the group but like leaving the group mm-hmm. so that will always be like near and dear in my heart I wish I had contact info for them but so I did that you know I've I've always been like in church so my, my grandfather on my dad's side is a pastor he has some some ideology I don't <laughs> I don't fully agree with um but that's not, you know, that's not something for me to, <laughs> to get into. But my dad was a preacher's kid, and he absolutely hated going to church. <laughs> he doesn't want to go to church. And then, um, but he was still very adamant of, like, you can have a relationship with God even if you're not going to a church. And so, and I still stand by that. Like, you can still, you can have a relationship without going mm-hmm. to a church. But don't forsake the scripture that tells you, let us not forsake coming together. I mean, Paul was pretty clear. He was like, we need to come together. As Christians, you need that community. And if anything, this season of life that I'm in right now is so putting that into perspective. Like, if you're going through a hard time, just start going to church. <laughs> and not because it's going to solve your problems, but because it will help you because wow, we are not meant to do life alone Mm -mm. at all. Mm -mm. And that does not mean that everyone needs to be married. I am married. You don't have to be married. Listen to Paul. You don't have to be married. I love being married. But it's not a necessity. Like, you have got to go to church, though. Mm -hmm. 
anyways, I'll get off that soapbox. <laughs> so, yeah. You've had a good exposure at your one church and then a bad exposure through your grandpa. So, yeah. just a mixed bag Yeah, that I, I think had, would make you a little hesitant. I had church hurt for sure. And, like, not even church hurt for myself. Like, vicariously through my father. And then I went to a church and got church hurt, which was interesting but i'm so far removed from it now that i'm like yeah i would go back to that church you know just because it's like okay everyone makes mistakes it's Mm -hmm. fine um i guess that's my background is that i'm not from texas so (laughs) i'm not as nice as southern texas people are like my husband's from texas just like amy they literally we grew up like less than five miles away from each other we went to rival schools growing up like it's crazy how we didn't already know each other before y'all got together so (laughs) i'm just i jokingly say that i'm stalking her childhood but like (laughs) i married the person that used to be close to herself how much of a joke is that no i'm kidding i am so kidding (laughs) that was just funny how god moves but like with your with your background of church how has that since changed or how has your personal relationship with christ come into fruition and give a little fast forward Let's... on that story of where you are now and how you how yeah. you changed in bc okay. versus your <laughs> faith now yeah um okay so yeah like i like i said you know it was 2018 when i had like my come to jesus moment moved to texas it's so ironic i literally crossed the border and i was like i'm gonna be nice to people (laughs) so this is me being nicer (laughs) um so i i did that i came here and i started going to a church here i would go pretty regularly on sundays and then i would kind of go on and off again to a youth group like on a wednesdays um i think the theme is that i'm just not cut out for youth group i just don't youth group is not my thing it's okay and that helped. I mean, there was definitely a lot of spiritual growth, but not not like what it has been in the last year and a half. So when COVID happened, I stopped going to that church. And then I, I just kind of drifted for a while. Like I would be in scripture, but then I would be like entertaining, you know, people and things. <laughs> And I just started, you know, I just kind of started drifting along through life. I was crazy depressed. Like, so depressed. Like, so I don't know if you know this, but when you're depressed, your brain can stop remembering things. So, like, there's chunks of my life I don't remember. Like, I know that I, you know, like, where I was generally. But, I like, there are chunks that I just don't remember. I don't remember a large portion of my second job here in Tyler because I was so depressed. <laughs> um, and so coming coming out of that, I was starting to really get into scripture. I Ironically, it's because I heard, I was on social media at the time and I was getting a lot of like revelation, doomsday, like the world is coming to an end and all of that. And whether or not you believe that's true, it like, it kind of shook something in me and I wasn't afraid, but I was like, Ugh, let me see if this is true. So I, I read revelation one night, literally at night, one night, just sat there, read through the whole book. Don't ever do that at night. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Um, read through that. And I think that is what really started it is reading through Revelation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, 
oh no, like all of this, like I believe that the Bible is true. So, you know, all of this is going to be a thing and I better get my butt prepared Mm -hmm. (laughs) for when all of this becomes a thing. And so at the time I was working at um, (coughs) Target and, (laughs) and my husband was also working at Target. And so (laughs) um, we were not married. We were, we were like, Okay, he says we were friends. We were not friends. We went out twice, and then he ghosted me. So, and now that is officially going on the internet, that makes me so happy. Don't cut that out. <laughs> Poor Hunter. He's going to try to combat that if I ever have him on here. He really is. He's probably going to remember that. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, but at the time, we were, like, working together. We were acquaintances, and I remember that I was like, I really like this guy. Like, I really want to, like, I want to go out with this guy. And so I did not ask him if he went to church because I wanted him to like, no, I wanted him to invite me, but not as a date. So I asked him, I was like, yeah, like, do you go to a church? Cause he called me out on something once when I was at work. Cause I was like in a really crummy, like I hate my boss kind of mood. And that's, you know, not Christ-like. And he literally comes around the corner and he goes, what you're saying isn't very Christ-like. And I was like, first of all, (laughs) uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, and so later I was like, Hey, you know, you kind of mentioned that you go to church. I don't even think he had mentioned it. I think my brain just filled in the gaps and he was like, yeah. And so I asked the man, can I go to church with you? And I started at his church at cross point church here in Tyler, Texas. (laughs) and i went because i self-invited myself with this boy and well this man he was a man then yeah he was old he was (laughs) not actually still he was probably only like 25 at the time 24 25 24 probably yeah yeah um and i went with him in this church like i walked in you could feel the presence of god Mm -hmm. and you could i don't know Pastor Jonathan is just... He is blessed. He is... Hashtag blessed. No, literally. That man is so... Got the spiritual stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And worship is just so inviting to the Holy Spirit. It's great. Yeah, worship is insane. So, you know, I I went to that church. Literally sitting in that church, they brought up that they have a discipleship course. And I guess maybe in my 20-year-old brain, 21-year-old, 21-year-old brain, discipleship meant make friends. (laughs) Because I jumped at the opportunity. So I went on a Sunday. That Wednesday, I went to discipleship. Went again on a Sunday. The next Wednesday, went to their join the church membership class. Mm -hmm. And I've been a member ever since. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I I love that church so much again kind of fell back into kind of a drifting period I would say um and what really brought me out of it y'all community is so important what really brought me out of it is because I started talking to that guy from Target that I was like I really want to date him (laughs) but I started talking to him and he was like yeah you know I get up every day at six before I go to work and I read the word for like 30 minutes and I pray I, de- I definitely didn't do it for him, but I started getting into scripture more. And, you know, I was I was already going to that church, not for him. I was doing it for God. But something 
something about community. Something even if, even if it's just one person, something about having community makes you want to to do better. And so that that kind of hit me. And I mean, we got married stupid fast, <laughs> uh, so fast. And so I think I think that's what it was. You know, I I started doing that, and the Lord. Wow, okay, I just put this together. Mm-hmm. I started being in the Word, and the Lord blessed me. Okay, preface this just because you read your Bible does not mean he's going to give you a husband. <laughs> <laughs> for me... all the hopeful singles out there. Yeah, all of the girls that are reading this, or listening to this podcast were like, where is my Bible? <laughs> no, that is, I'm not saying that's what happened. The book of but... love, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's just how it so happened in my life. But I always tell people, okay, I'm finally to this point. I always tell people I was genuinely made to be married because... I have attachment issues, so, and I also, I want, I want someone to be around all the time, (laughs) all the time, and so I think being married is probably the best thing for me, because poor Amy Register would not put up with me 24-7. Don't say that. (laughs) You gotta have a break. Oh, I'm an introvert, yeah. Yeah, no, you- Breaks are required for my type. (laughs) See, okay, but Hunter is an introvert too, but he's married. Mm Mm-hmm. So he doesn't get to be an introvert. <laughs> Especially with the social life, which yeah. is good. Y'all bring out good qualities in each other. No, we do. Yeah, y'all challenge yeah. each other in, like, healthy ways. Oh, my. <laughs> that's a whole other tangent. That is a whole, that's like a, that's a we need to be talking to you at the same time kind of tangent. Yeah. Because y'all got lots to say, and that's fine. spiritual growth. Yes. Oh, my life. gosh. Y'all's. Y'all's year has been so fruitful. It has been hard, this, but it has this been fruitful. has been like a part of me wants to be like oh it's because we bought a house it's not because we bought a house it's because the lord was just like okay you're like, finally in a stable like- position let me mess with it <laughs> like every in all the good ways every yeah like everything fell into place and then he was like okay good like you both have full-time jobs you both got it going now let me throw a wrench in it mm-hmm. <laughs> for the good yeah like a good wrench like a golden wrench he was like, oh, look at that glass wall. Whack! <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, as you've just told your story, there has been these, like, ups and downs of, like, waves of feeling maybe more depressed and then waves of just having that spirit encounter or God encounter mm-hmm. where it's like you're on fire again. Yeah. So, as these waves have come and gone and as you've just like approached the lord some in more seasons and taken a step back in others can you just speak to that and kind of just verify that that's what relationship what the lord looks like but that he's like always there to catch you in the end oh yeah oh yeah 100 percent. so this is something that i've kind of learned more recently and it's something that I kind of want to deep dive in. Don't steal my topic, Amy. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so it's kind of hit me recently of like, we let our emotions dictate our every move in life, you know, without Christ. Mm-hmm. When we're, what, what I like to say, when we're being bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Whoa, when you're like, you, we tend to let our emotions rule everything. And so that's exactly yeah. what I did. I've gone through all of the highs. Well, okay, not all of them. At 23 years of age, I've gone through tons of highs. um, And tons, tons of super duper deep lows. Like I even went through a medication low. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I wasn't an addict. That makes me sound like an addict. 
I was on a medication and it made me depressed. That was like the lowest I've ever been. Okay, preface. Um, <laughs> um, so, okay, that's like, that's a, that's a really good point though. If you're a person that's going through highs and lows and the highs stop becoming highs and it becomes only lows, go get help. Yeah, go see a counselor. Go Counselors see, are great to talk go to. Go see a counselor, especially if you're not in a church or if you're in a church and you feel like you can't talk to those people, go to a different church mm-hmm. <laughs> or talk to a counselor online, in person, whatever you're most comfortable with. Do not go to a secular friend because they will only feed into it. That's what I did. They will only feed into it. But um okay just a little like quick thing if you're (laughs) feeling depressed go get help do not sit in that do not let yourself stay there and the lord doesn't want you in that position either no the lord does not want you that's one thing i can confidently say through every low that i've been through is not because god put me there the trials yes i think god you know does give us trials but he does not give you lows (laughs) he does not give you depression that is not a gift that is a curse that is from the enemy and i a hundred percent i speak against that like right here right now if you're feeling depressed it is from the enemy it is not from god and Mm -hmm. it's also not from you that's a lie that's from the enemy (laughs) um so yeah so i went through all of you know the highs and lows and the feeling feeling depressed and i think mine was mostly spiritual um because i read a little article booky thingy i don't even know (laughs) it was free okay it was free (laughs) and i i read this and it was talking about there are some biblical causes for sin before you get to like chemical and anatomy causes and i read it and i was like oh man (laughs) Like, I had probably five or six of the the biblical sin causes of depression. And so I, I kind of just started cutting stuff out. <laughs> I just kind of started, like, cutting away at things that were, that were bad. One of them was social media. Again, that's a whole episode. But I got out of social media. I took, like, a 30-day fast of social media. I didn't even, I didn't even call it a fast. I didn't even know what fasting was, but I took a 30 day social media fast in the middle of the summer, which is like when everyone is on social media. And it's like the most entertaining. Look at my vacation. Exactly. <laughs> and so it was like the middle of, like it was the whole month of July one year and that changed my life. And that kind of opened up my eyes. And so now that I'm out of my depression because the Lord healed me. Whoop whoop. Amen. Yeah. Go go. Um, cuz the Lord healed me from that and also provided a community for me and provided a person that I can go to about everything even when I'm feeling uncomfortable. Um now looking back, I can say that the greatest thing that I didn't do enough of was being consistent even if it was like inconsistent consistency so even if it's consistent in what it consistent in the word um and what i mean by that is like even if it's inconsistent consistency so not like i got up every morning at 6 a.m because i'm not a psychopath like my husband um <laughs> no i did not do that i didn't get up every morning at 6 a.m i worked a weird schedule i had school i was overwhelmed i was you were juggling a lot i was depressed like i was not doing good just in, I, I noticed that the times when I was feeling high, and mind you, high meant on top of the anthill instead of under it, 
was when I was consistently in the Word. And whether it was 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, six hours, it didn't matter. As long as every day at some point I was picking up the Word, I felt way better. And it was not. Like I, I jumped around through everything. I, I at one point realized that... You know, I read Revelations and then I realized that I didn't have any clue what the gospel was. So I just read the gospels. I mean, you had a brief idea, but maybe you I just mean, wanted, I knew like, Jesus. <laughs> like, that's all I knew. Like, I knew he came, he ministered, he died, and he came back. Like, that was effectively all that mm-hmm. I knew. I didn't really know the ins and outs of it. I knew the disciples mm-hmm. and the, like, that they were apostles. Um, And so, yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing that... Like, going back, if I had to tell myself to do something, it's to get... I don't know. So, like, within the fluctuations of life, just make sure that you're getting a dose of the word. Yes. Getting a dose of truth. Yes. Like, bringing your situation back to the light of Christ. Yes. And even if... No. Not even even if. It doesn't matter if you don't feel it. If you don't feel the presence of the Lord... He's still there. If you don't (laughs) feel like praying, if you don't... I mean, literally, I can go through my prayer journals... And there were times where I prayed where I was like, Lord, I feel so alone. But I know that you tell me that I'm not alone. Did I feel it? No. Absolutely did not feel it. I still felt alone. But I would speak that truth. Mm -hmm. I would speak scripture over me of, even if it's just one thing. Like right now, the scripture that I've been trying to speak over myself is that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And do I feel it? No. (laughs) But I'm working on it. it's the truth. I feel it some days, yeah. And it is the truth that I... Thankfully now, like, I have my husband who can back that up. Not that his word is higher than God's because it's not. So I might have gotten way off topic in my bed. But... No, no, but that was a good point. How, like, decisions lead and then feelings follow. No matter what yes. your feelings are, decide Christ. You know, yes. decide to yeah. get his truth in. And then with that, like, in the highs and lows, God is always there. Like, even whenever you don't feel him, like, he is there ready to encourage and support and hold your hand through whatever you're going through. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even whenever we're all, like, the lady in John 8, you know, pulled out of our sin. Yeah. Literally in public display. And you have everybody pitted against you. The Lord does not condemn you. In fact, he tells others, like, who, who else is without sin? Who else is not going yeah. through a hard time? Exactly. And he was the only one that had any right to ever put us down or, you know, to really make us suffer the repercussions of our bad choices. And yet he sits there in a loving position and he yeah. extends a hand so that we're not just face down in the middle of our mess, that we are brought up, lifted up with him and encouraged by him and loved so wholeheartedly by him too. So. Yeah. I think you yeah. make some really wonderful no, that points. Was, that was very good. That was, that's very good. Yeah. Just wrapping it up, you know, the podcast is progeny with a purpose. And that's because we believe we are followers, disciples, children of the Lord, given such a greater purpose with our lives because we are given mm-hmm. a spirit that's for him. And yeah. we have wills by him that are our great blessing to get to live through. So progeny with a purpose, how do you feel like? the Lord's purpose feeds into your life so they do change yeah I also think each season comes with new responsibilities yes I also think you have to be open (laughs) to those purposes um I was not open 
to my purpose. Oh, so you're saying obedience has a factor to do oh, with wow. how Whoopsies. the purpose meets ah. your life? <laughs> uh, wow, what a coincidence. Woohoo. A little um, kawinky dink, eh? <laughs> only, <laughs> only took me, what, four years of being a Christian to figure okay. that out? Um, but yeah, so I didn't, I didn't really feel like I knew what my purpose was. It's so ironic. I bought a book that was like the weekly project. What's your purpose or something like that? Um, I, I did like two weeks. <laughs> I haven't done it since. Um, but I got hit with the purpose um, outside of doing that book. Okay, I did two weeks like in the course of three months. So it's not because I was being diligent with this book because I didn't care about the book. Um, but <laughs> but I I... I recently, literally within the last, what, probably two months, got hit with the deepest desire I've ever had in my life. Amen. And it was to dive into scripture like nobody's business and kind of, I don't know, go maybe seminary. I I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Yeah. we'll see what happens. My husband and I have been talking about it. We're like planning it and it's been a lot of prayer. So recently... I really feel like I've been called to get into scripture like so deeply and not just like how do I pro- apply scripture to my life but instead how do I not even and not even how I don't how do you put this in words you want to study and I, be equipped with the word yeah is like that I to like in the back end of that teach others or inform others or is it more just okay I guess I want to know literally everything <laughs> that surrounds the Bible. I want to know when books were written, who they were written to, why they were written, where they were, like time between like God's promises. Like I recently, I've been reading through Leviticus and Joshua and I was, I got to the end of chapter 21, 22 of Joshua and it was like, none of the Lord's promises were unfulfilled or something like that. And it was 400 years. These promises were the promises he made to Abraham. And it took 400 years. So first of all, the Lord told me it's going to take a minute. Second of all, like that's, that's what I mean. Like 400 years. And also, you know, just like all of the things that don't make it into scripture, because not that they're not important, but because they're not... Is it easy to bypass? Yeah, they're not They're not necessarily necessary to understand and to get the full picture of scripture. But there's so much, like, there's so much history and so much context around the, the books of the Bible that so many people don't know. Just like how many people know how to read history books or how to read narrative in the Bible. I, I do not. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but I want to learn. And just like, I don't know how to read poetry. Okay. They tried to teach me in college. It didn't work, but I definitely don't know how to read biblical poetry. Mm-hmm. And so that's something like I want to gain those tools so I can then explain it to other people. And so I recently took the spiritual gifts survey. How did that go? So it, it like, it ranks out all of the different spiritual gifts, but it gives you your top three. Mm-hmm. And so I've taken this before. I took this when I first started going across point, and I'm pretty sure that's the exact same, <laughs> which is kind of reassuring, like to know you're consistent. Good yeah. job, woohoo! <laughs> but my top three gifts are administration, evangelism, and 
please correct me exhortation exhortation yes yes that word and those three gifts literally when you combine those three gifts it's exactly what i've been desiring your purpose is just to be educated about the word and and understand the history and and the behind the scenes and go on to share it that's awesome and i and then i recently had a a complete stranger i told you this. we love stranger encounters stranger from my church but he comes over and he prays over me i'm pretty sure he speak spoke in tongues a little bit but he was like quiet which was nice because probably would freak me out but he prayed over me and then he goes you know i'm just i'm getting this vision from the lord that you're gonna be and then to a literal t heart's desire and he's like that you're gonna do heart's desire and i was like whoa so like he explained everything your yeah, heart had desired yeah like everything that i've that i've been feeling that i've been praying mm-hmm. lord please can that hasn't confirm. come from yourself it's come from just the desires the lord has yeah. placed in you yeah so that was that's like that's that was literally beautiful. that was last week beautiful so i'm just now i don't even i'm not even sure if i can say that i'm stepping out into my purpose because i haven't done anything i'm still in shock but i have just now figured out what my purpose is and what the lord wants me to do and it's cool it's very cool it's so cool it's so exciting it's very exciting it took some time and it's gonna take even more time but i'm super excited and i actually i see looking back i see how my life has kind of prepared me for this i see how my drive and my passion for learning because even when i was in college i was so passionate like oh yeah even i was homeschooled for a while and i was like give me all the things that's why you you graduated early basically yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. um you know intermixed with the i'm so depressed i can't do anything i'm curious to know if like the waves of depression were you know attacks from the enemy to try to keep you from reaching the knowledge of knowing what your purpose is i really think that they were um because his whole his whole Steel, kill, still, steel, 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 kill, and destroy. Like he's so deceptive. His and he stole his that. method is deception, and yeah. he just. I mean, it's worked in my life, you know, because we're all human. It's yeah, he's deceiving to us all. But I wonder if that deception of like, oh, I just can't do this. Oh, I hate learning now. I wonder. Oh yeah. I wonder if it was just an attack against how the Lord has created you to follow his like purpose I think for you i really i think it was the enemy trying to set up like a little trap to i would get to where i am now and i'm looking at okay i want to study scripture okay there are ways to do it at home but i need that structure and i also i'm chatty <laughs> so <laughs> i need to like talk to someone about it and no one else in my life is in any way shape or form interested in seminary like they're not theologians and I'm not that I'm saying that I want to be a theologian, but like I need to talk to someone that is more theology ingrained and right. no one in my life is like that. So I'm looking at, okay, I'm probably going to have to go back to school. Um, joy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, but I, I say like joy, genuinely joyful. Like I'm, I'm really excited. I'm not excited for how much it costs, but I'm very excited but if it's what the Lord but wants I, for you, he will open those doors exactly. and he will provide the means for you oh, to do so. Oh, wholeheartedly. It may take a little work I, on your end, but... But I also... So, like, with, you know, what I was saying of, like, the enemy... I think the enemy was trying to set a trap of, like, I... When I finally got done with my bachelor's in accounting, I hated 
school. Hated <laughs> school. And I think that was the enemy. The enemy was like, oh, if I make her hate school enough, if I make her hate learning, then she won't go to a seminary or to a Bible school or I don't know what the correct term is, but mm-hmm. you know, oh, she won't do this. She won't want to pursue learning about the word. But then the Lord was like, uh, no, no, I'm giving her that desire and it's going to force it through. It's like, I'm getting my kid back. Yeah. No, literally that's yeah. what, and that's what it was too. But now you ask me and I'm like, yeah, I really want to go back to school. Not for <laughs> doubting. <laughs> um, and that's not because, you know, it wouldn't be good, but it's because I, your heart has changed. Yeah. That purpose. I mean, like, I don't want to do anything except for that, which is difficult. That's just so beautiful. Like, you don't want to do anything that's not going to glorify the Lord. Yeah. Like, you're tired. I don't, yeah. I don't want to do anything that isn't what my purpose is now, which I have that to. That preaches. That preaches. <laughs> I, ha- I you have, have to. to do. You're called to obedience. You're yeah. just called to walk in obedience. Like, I have, yeah. I have to do some stuff that isn't necessarily my purpose. Like, I don't think that, you know, I, I work in tax. I do taxes. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, A tax lady. Yeah. Um, but, like... It funds my life. It funds. It puts food on your table. It puts food on the table. It it quite literally pays, pays your car. for my mortgage. It pays your mortgage. <laughs> like it, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have that job. And so these are just your stepping stones. Yeah. And so I have to. I yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's my that's my newfound purpose. I don't know well, what it was before, but. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing. I'm yeah. so excited for you. Thanks. I'm so blessed to be your friend because I get like firsthand I experience. And then of we're going to go to that thing. In... Yes, Kerygma. Kerygma. Kerygma with Lisa Harper. Unpaid sponsor or like unpaid <laughs> promotion. She could sponsor you. That would be awesome. Oh my. Lisa Harper. Lisa sponsor Harper. Sponsor Amy Register. If podcast. I had a girl crush, it would be Lisa <laughs> Harper. And you know me. I'm not one to like over fantasize if... people at all. No, never mind. I'm not going to. What? What if you could, like, get her on the podcast? <laughs> now that, I couldn't wear pants that day. They'd be knocked off. You know, what is, what's the saying? It, like, blows your pants off? What is yeah, it? knocks your pants off. No, no, knocks my socks. <laughs> oh, yeah, knocks your socks off. <laughs> okay. I will be wearing pants. So, I think. <laughs> well, Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing all that you have. It has been a lovely time talking to you. Thank you yeah. for coming. Is there anything else, like anything short you want to add or anything on your heart that you want to share? Can or I read a verse? Yes, okay. please do. This verse is in no way connected to like what we've been talking about. But it may be for someone. It's a verse out of my very favorite book of the Bible. James. It's called James. Um, Amy's looking across our makeshift table and she's like, oh my gosh, it's gotten worse. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't even think you can read my my James in my Bible anymore because I've written on it. Oh, so it's like times. a rainbow splattered upon it. It's, it's beautifully yeah, highlighted. Like a unicorn threw up on James. <laughs> um, so the verse is James... James chapter 4 verse 7 and it reads submit yourselves therefore to God resist the devil and he will flee from you and then verse 8 as well draw near to God and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded um so part a of verse 8 I like more you know draw close to God obviously because the rest of it convicts you (laughs) um but draw near to God and he will draw near to you resist the Mm -hmm. devil and he will 
flee. He has to. He has to. When the light shines, God's the darkness the winner, must flee. So that's that's my that's gonna be my little my little thing. I like your little input. Any anyone that regardless of what you're going through. I feel like sometimes we forget that people go through dark seasons when it's super bright outside. And you know we're just getting ready to start the summer. If you're in a dark spot, for ver, James four seven resist mm-hmm. the devil and he will. And it's flee. an action. It takes effort on your own part. It does. It and does. I know that that might seem very tiring or maybe even unnecessary, but that's that's how you find your light. You mm-hmm. know, seek the Lord, and mm-hmm. you will find Him. Or draw near to the Lord, and He will draw near to you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good word. I like oh, that a lot. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> but yeah, that I think is good for our podcast today. Thank you again for yeah. joining us. We love Tiffany. Um, but yes, this is Progeny with a Purpose. And thank you for sharing your little faith story with us. We're Come so thankful. Me. But everybody have a nice afternoon. I hope you enjoy the rest of whatever you're going to do. Um, I pray that the Lord blesses you and keeps you close and in your disappointments may he be your encouragement but y'all have a lovely afternoon i'll be praying for you and love you so much okay bye